Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have two very special guests with me. I have Scott and Lori. Scott is my mom's stepbrother, and I'm so excited to have them on. Hey guys. Hello. Hi, Brooke. How's How it going today? Fantastic. We're so excited about yes, being on here with definitely. you. Yeah, I'm excited. We're so proud of what you're doing with the magazine. Well, thank you. Yeah. Always, always love it when you have supportive family. So I'm excited to support you guys in this venture of your new book that is releasing soon. And I love the title. Why can't I get this Jesus thing right? Ooh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Before <laughs> we before we dive into that, I want y'all to introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about you individually and tell us about y'all as a couple because y'all have an amazing story that could probably take 20 minutes to just tell y'all's story. Is that right? Like? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm going to start because Scott's kind of poking me in the side here. That's right. And the, the really cool thing is that uh, Forsyth Magazine about a year and a half ago featured uh, my story, which I kind of call my testimony, right? Uh, in your magazine. And it was uh, a story about what God has done in my life. Um, I came from uh, some really dark stuff in the past. We, my children and I, who are now a beautiful 11 and 17 years old, um, when we lived in um, the home with their father, he was uh, verbally, physically abusive, and there was abuse of every sort in our home. And uh, so it was, it was just dark. Right. We lived in a really dark place. Literally, it felt like a prison. And um, out of that, uh, God really just redeemed all of that darkness. And um, and so fast forward after uh, we separated and then divorced, I played the single mom role for about four years. And so that was just uh, interspersed with a lot of different um, challenges and struggles. And um, God redeemed that too. And so on along the way, I met this amazing man and uh, his, his um, dad, who is your grandfather, Brooke, mm-hmm. was my Sunday school teacher. And so, you know, the, that's how the story unfolded. They were my, they, he and Marianne were my Sunday school teachers and we met eventually and we both had sworn off marriage, right? It was never going to happen again. <laughs> we didn't trust anybody. And so lo and behold, God had a different plan. Mm-hmm. And um, after about a year of, of dating, uh, we got married and we've been married for six years. And uh, it has been a pretty incredible story of redemption. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, Brooke, is that we are, we're poster children for second chances. I love and that. There's a lot of people out there that need second chances and a lot of people out there that don't believe they deserve a second chance. And I think both of us in our own individual situations felt that way. I too was married and went through a very, very difficult time in my relationship and going through that divorce was very traumatic as it is for anybody. Sure. And just the, the idea of getting back into another relationship was like, I mean, arms crossed, like, no way, this is not going to happen. And then it was kind of interesting because uh, along that journey, I told God, I said, I will do whatever you want me to do. And shortly after that, he puts me right in front of this little lady. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. I said anything but 
you know, I don't want <laughs> anything but that. Come on now. But I tell you, it's been, uh, and you know our story, but it's been, it's been amazing how I went from being divorced to being married, first time having kids, uh, a dog person at heart as you are. But now I love my little cat and she loves me too. I don't know how that happened. So it's just, it's just an amazing story of redemption in the here and now. Yeah. Well, it's been amazing to watch for me on the outside to watch this happen, this relationship happen. And Scott, to watch you become a dad has been so beautiful. So I can't even imagine how Lori feels um, because, mm-hmm. I mean, the kids love you. And, oh, my gosh, it just it makes my heart smile to to watch that relationship just continue to grow. Very special. So, what made the idea for this book come along? It was two things. Uh, For me personally, I've been in a relationship with Jesus for over 30 years. And the reason why it's titled Why Can't I Get This Jesus Thing Right is because for the first 10 years, I couldn't get this Jesus thing right. (laughs) I just, I was making every mistake possible. I found myself truly engaged in church engaged with small groups and people in the church, reading the Bible, serving my heart out. But in 10 years into it, I felt like a fake. Mm. I had no joy. Forget the happiness. You know, happiness is based on your situation in the moment. Joy is an internal presence of experiencing God inside of you. And it was just none of that. And I, I just, I was frustrated by it, really frustrated. And I was reading the Bible one early morning before light, and I came across Matthew 7, 13, 14. And those verses changed the course of my life over the last 23 years. It was uh, Matthew 7, 13 says, enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, where many go through it. As small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life, and if you find it, i my life, even as a believer in Jesus, was on the wide path of destruction. And Jesus promised life in Matthew 7, 14. I remember jumping off, off my couch and said, I challenge you. Do whatever you need to do. No strings attached. I want that life. And I knew it meant salvation in him. But he was talking more. He was talking the fruits of the spirit, the joy, the gentleness, the self-control, living on purpose, which I had none of it. And he took me up on that challenge. And the result of the book is what he has done in me over the last 30 plus years. But also he's done it in Lori as well. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty incredible because we, we started this book journey, I'll call it after we had just been married a few months, we, we moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, which is where we're living now. And, um, and around October after being married in July, he knew he was supposed to write. And I've always loved the, the, the English language. I've always loved grammar. I always loved books. And editing is like one of my weird, passionate things. Mm-hmm. I love to edit. And so, God, I mean, how, how perfect that God would do that. That was not coincidence. And so he would write and I would edit. And uh, I thought I was doing him a favor by editing his book, right? <laughs> But which I desperately needed, by the yeah, way. Yeah. 
I, he would come home though, Brooke, and I would just be sitting there pouring over the pages and I would just be crying. And he would go, what, what's wrong? Is, Is it that bad? <laughs> right. Are the kids okay? Well, I, I didn't know if something happened to the kids <laughs> or, or my new cat. <laughs> and I would just be, I, it was like he was peeling back, the book was peeling back the layers of my heart. And I was starting to see things so clearly for the first time and understand, have a better understanding of my relationship and who I was with, with Jesus Christ. And so... Um, it, and it brought me back to, I mean, Scott's journey of, of, of getting down and being punched down and getting back up was very much mine because in my own Christian journey, after I experienced salvation, uh, I would go to church, right? That was the thing you did. You go to church, you start volunteering, you, you join these clubs, you do these Bible studies. And I was checking all those boxes, but I was also a single mom at the time. And I was like, wait a minute. I see, hear people praying these eloquent prayers and, and serving in these amazing ministries and starting homeless missions. And I don't even have time to, to fix myself, much less help somebody else. And so I'm like, am I really this Christian person that I thought I was? And reading this book helped me understand that my journey was going to look different than anyone else's. Mm-hmm. It gave me so much grace for myself, which I don't do very well. And it helped me understand that it, it wasn't me who was going to be doing this stuff. It was what God was doing in me. I like so it that. changed my life. Yeah. So who, tell us if we're going to get this book, what we can expect to, to learn. What can we expect from this book? I think the best way to answer that is we had a beta group go through the book with us before it came into its final composition of where it's at now. And one of the things that everyone said, there were 13 people in the group, they all said, oh my gosh, it feels like you're sitting right beside me, Scott, as I'm reading this book and you're talking to me through the, through the way, through the path, through the journey. And that was our hope. Our hope was, because uh, I love to mentor people. I love to walk alongside of people and encourage them in their journey. And that's what they were saying. So this book is, is a GPS. It, it teaches people how to walk the journey with Jesus step by step. And there's a lot of amazing Christian nonfiction books out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of them speak on specific topics like, like prayer or worship or uh, discipleship. Yeah, discipleship, yeah. different things. This book teaches you how to walk that narrow path journey. So it's going to include all those topics along the way. There's 22 chapters. They're about 15-minute reads each. And it takes you along a course of walking in your faithfulness with God. But one of the things that this book does that's different than others, and this is me reading over 33 years of books, is that I reveal how the enemy is working in your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Mm, most I like that. Of the time, you don't hear that. Most mm-hmm. of the time, that's not even spoken of in the church. And it's not really brought up. So I lay out, I lay out the plan. There's, there's four parts. First part is understanding your journey, which is, are you on the wild path or the narrow path? The second part is understanding your God. So we're walking through a good understanding of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The third part is understanding your enemy. You break it down biblically of what the enemy is capable of doing. And then the fourth part is understanding yourself. And that's going to take you through your prayer life, 
It's going to take you through understanding how to guard your heart. And the last chapter ends with how to know God's will for your life. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's the journey that I take them through. But one of the things, I don't give them this book to just share and then they read it on their own. It is, it is me. I don't leave them at the trailhead on this journey. So I walk with them through the valleys and the peaks and the, and the, and the mountaintop experiences so they can really journal and get the journey with Jesus right. Mm-hmm. So I think I know the answer to this question, but is this book for anybody who's on their Christian journey or is it like could people feel like, oh, I'm not, I haven't been going to church long enough. I haven't been a Christian long enough mm-hmm. to have this book or I'm not the right denomination or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Has, I'm a Baptist. So I great, great question. It has yeah. nothing to do with denominations. I've, I've, I've lived all over the world. I've traveled, as you know, in many different states. I've been to a Baptist church, a Methodist church. I was raised Catholic. Many different countries. I, I think I have all those gamuts, right? Mm-hmm. So this book has nothing to do with that. What it has to do with is the parable of the four seeds that Jesus shares, where he's talking about people's journeys. The first seed is those that hear the word of God, but they just dismiss it. That's not for them. The second and third seed is where people, the second seed is they hear the word, they hear the message, but they really don't do much with it and yes. it kind of fizzles out. Yeah. And the third one is where they really want to walk with Jesus in relationship. The book, they get tangled up with the world, like I did. Bigger job, bigger mm-hmm. house, better marriage, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That, this book is written to the second and third seed. We're writing another book that's going to be to the fourth seed, which are the, the, the followers of Jesus that are fully committed to him. And they're the multipliers yeah. of the church. Yeah. But this book is written to the second or third seed of people that are just struggling in their journey. They don't know the steps to take. And it walks you through what to do. I was saying, which could be anybody. I think anybody mm-hmm. to some That's degree exactly feels right. like feels like they're struggling in their journey. Yeah. Yes. And for anyone, I'll add this, uh, because we have taken parts of this book and we, Scott's passion is to teach. And so everything, we're having a little storm here. Uh, everything that's in this book is, is designed to help people understand how to apply it in their own lives. So for anyone who has ever felt broken, that's me, or shame or guilt, mom guilt. Yeah, I'm there. I can do that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, any person who has ever felt man or woman has felt any of those things. This book helps. It's, it serves as a guide, a compass to walk through each of these things and understand that we are not alone in that struggle and are in that journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when is this book going to officially release? Comes out in October. And the launch date is October 20th. All right. And will you be able to find it on Amazon? How can you find it? Yes. Okay. We'll put it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. We'll be sure to put a link to it in the show notes so people can just click on it and purchase it and let us know what they think. So this is book number one for you, Scott. Do you see another book in your future? Yeah, book number two is, as I mentioned, the fourth C, the, the multipliers, the people that are fully committed to God and wanting to live their life on purpose for him. Yeah. And then the third C, uh, the third book is 
for the, the followers of Jesus who are the church. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be written towards the church. Mm-hmm. Awesome. How long did this whole, did this process take? And did it, was it harder than expected, easier than expected? Tell us about that. It took 5,000 years. <laughs> that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Uh, it took five years. It was a wrenching, miserable experience at times. <laughs> but mm. I've grown to love every ache and pain and every joy that we've experienced with it. Yeah. Uh, we've been through nine revisions. At least of the book to wow. its final. And we have spent an enormous amount of time in it and going to conferences. But the beauty of it is that, and this is one of the things I love about what God does, is that He transformed our life yeah. through the process. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we really believe that other people's lives are going to experience transformation the way He is trying to raise them up, not like us, but how He's trying to reach mm-hmm. them because of how it affected us. Yeah. I, so I would that. definitely do it over again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, just like with anything in life, the hardest things generally have that most rewarding outcome at the end. So that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, I'm excited that more books are in the future and mm-hmm. any, anything we didn't talk about that you guys want to spend a couple minutes talking about to, for potential readers. I think one of the things that, is, is really concerning to us right now is the what's going on in our culture across the country and world. And just seeing the, the division that is just really upsetting to me. And one of the things that recently hit home for me is because, you know, I grew up in Winston-Salem. When I heard about the shooting at Mount Tabor, mm-hmm. man, that made my heart sink because I went to that school. Your mom went to that school. Mm-hmm. And that really hit home for me. And yeah, we've, we've come to learn that God's timing is perfect, even though we may not see it. And the idea that it's coming out right now with everything that we're seeing in our world and in the, in the States is very concerning. Yeah. And the timing, I think, is perfect because I think people are seeking answers. They, they want to know why they're here, why the world is the way it is, and what they can do about it. Yes. Everybody wants to know those answers to some degree. Yeah. And this book is going to bring that out and it's going to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and what impeccable timing, like you said, God's timing to yeah. while the world is feeling just extra divided, that my hope would be that this book, and I think it will, will help bring people back together because, you know, we, that's how it should be. We, the the yeah, division right. that we are experiencing right now is not, not what God wants. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I am so proud of both of you, Lori, for your amazing editing skills. Um, that's it, It's hard. It's hard to, I'm sure it was a bit of a challenge to work together sometimes, but you guys are a great team and it's a pleasure to watch your marriage and your relationship. Yeah. Thanks, Brooke. It is, it has been um, an incredible way for God to bring us even closer together, to have this project mm-hmm. to work on together. I, I just, it was yeah. such a gift. Hey, listen, also, we have a website if people want to go on the website. Um, as yeah. you said, God's passion is uh, to teach, but also to come alongside people, um, both of us. So there's a website, so, of course, www.scottschuler.org. Okay. 
and um, they can click on there. There's there's resources on there. There's a, there'll be a link eventually to the book um, that will take them straight to Amazon, and they can purchase the book. Um, but uh, we would love to interact with them. There's a they can sign up for our newsletter, or they can contact us for any prayers or anything they yeah, need. Yeah, prayer requests. Uh, they can yeah. they can the, the prayers are private on site, and we will definitely we have a couple prayer teams, and we'll definitely pray for them mm -hmm. uh, through what they're going through. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people get my last last name wrong, so it's it's spelled S C O T T S C H U L E R dot org. Okay, we'll put this in the show notes so people can can click on that link directly from from the Thank podcast. Um, and I think I'm so excited that this book is just it's more than a book; it's interactive. People can interact with you as a as a mentor mm -hmm. for prayer requests. I think I think that's an amazing thing. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Well, I am so proud of you. Go walk or don't walk, run to go order this book. <laughs> it will be out at the end of October, right around when this podcast will release. Um, it'll okay. it'll be out. So thank okay. y'all. Thank y'all for coming to chat with me. And we'll have to have you guys back on soon for book number two. Number two. There you go. <laughs> thank you, Jordan. Keep up the great work. Yeah. All right. And as always, you can find Forsyth Magazines online, ForsythMags.com, and at Forsyth Mags on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on all the things. And that is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>